Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. And I am here this lovely Southern California Wednesday evening with a phenomenal guest. And I am honored to call him not only my financial planner and planner for many of my friends and relatives, but my dear friend. So if you all will give me a warm welcome for Mr. Christopher Dukes. Chris, how are you tonight? Uh, I will pay you to hang out with me if you will give me an intro like that every day. My Lord. Hello. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I would like to tell everyone some more wonderfulness that is the Christopher Dukes. He is the owner and founder of Dukes Wealth Management, which is a private wealth management company based in Thousand Oaks, California. He services over 500 clients in the Los Angeles Ventura County area with assets north of $100 million. Impressive. Most importantly, Christopher is a happily married father of two and has two very excitable dogs that round out the family. <laughs> that about sums it up, huh, Chris? I like it. It's almost like I wrote that myself. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. First of all, how long have we known each other? That is a good question. I was thinking about that. So it would be back to the uh, Chamber of Commerce days, which would have been 2005. Yes. Uh, 2006. I know 2008 for sure, because yeah. I've got my first Kathy Hunter signature, I believe, in 2008 at some point. So it would have run about 07, 08. So yeah. that would be um, quite some time from now. 13, what's that? Uh, 13, 14 years? Yeah, it's been a long time. I, I think we, we first officially met in 2006. And fun yes. fact for everyone, uh, Chris and I, we both started to build our businesses around the same time. So we were uh, both hitting the ground running. And where we live in this area, especially particularly Simi Valley, which I still live in, um, you really have to hit the ground running because it is a very small community, small-minded community in a good way, and uh, a homey type of community. And it's really who you know. And as you can tell by his intro, Chris just blew it up, but not for lack of hard work and consistency. And I am so excited, Chris, to have you on the show because I want people to understand that they have to start somewhere with their financial goals. And I am uh, not only the president, but a member. Is that how it goes with the, the Hair for Men Club, right? What was that, the Bosley Hair yes, for Men Club? Yes, right. yeah. Because I, myself, when I met Chris, I'll admit it, I had no big savings and I definitely did not have any investments. And I was, yikes, 35? 36. Yeah. So definitely uh, behind the eight ball on that one. And I am happy and also very honored to say because of Chris, 
yeah, I can't retire tomorrow. However, I am well on my way and he has given me beyond wonderful advice what to do with money and we just consistently keep putting it in. So enough about that for now. So about our show and you know about our show, how we're trying to get people to take charge of their life, go after their goals. This particularly, we want to talk about financial goals. And this is your expertise. You are the leading expert on this, not just my expert, but a hundred million dollars expert (laughs) that you are managing. So I'm going to give you the floor, Chris, give the people what they want to hear, tell them how to do it. Oh my gosh. Wow. No pressure. No pressure. Um, You know, I think to, you know, to really look at where we are, you have to look at, you know, where you come from. Right. And per your point, you know, about how we met, you know, I had met my my now wife, Chrissy, who you, you know, and are, are buddies with uh, back in uh, 2000 and was in a different career at the time uh, and, you know, <clears throat> was kind of looking for something and had a buddy that was in financial services. And he said, hey, you should get this license and do this and do that and do this. And so to sort of follow in his footsteps, you know, it's, it's important to have a mentor uh, uh, you know, in, in whatever you do, or, you know, find someone that is successful in your area. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's, if it's reinventing the wheel or just saying, oh, that person's successful. I think I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to follow that footstep. Now you have to make it unique. You have to make it your own, you know, you want to own it certainly, uh, and, and, and forge your path. But, you know, when I, when I got married, it was funny for me, it was just timing, uh, so I get married uh, in um, April of 2003. A few months later, quit my job that I was uh, had been in for a, a few years. Uh, then had the old employer tell me I couldn't ever go back to that job. Uh, and then decide to get my license, my first financial services license, and start my own company. Uh, now I look back and think, wow, what a catch I was. Hey, let's get married and I'll be unemployed and start my own company. Uh and so uh, from 2003 to 2005, roughly, but, you know, to the year before that I, I met the lovely lady that we're uh, speaking to today, um, you know, it was, you know, per your point, it was a struggle. You know, uh, there were uh, many uh, what Chrissy and I used to call Taco Bell 59 cent bean burrito Tuesdays, where we, you know, uh, we were having our very inexpensive meal. And my wife would look at me and she would say, this is going to work, right? It's going to work, right? And I'd say, yep, absolutely. And meanwhile, you know, and I, you and I, Kathy, had talked about this. I, I used to wake up on Mondays with what I'd call the Monday morning sweats. And I would literally wake up and my, my sheets would be drenched because it was Monday and I had to make my own thing. I had no employer. There was nobody with a 401k for me or insurance. Everything was on me. And every Monday I'd wake up and I'd get up and I'd say, okay, I get my workout and take my shower and then say, all right, what are we going to do? And, you know, a couple of years of that, I will say to those of you that are, you know, self-employed and those who are thinking about it, you know, it, the truth is it is difficult. And, and, and Dr. Hunter will tell you when you're starting, uh, you are hoping for anyone. <laughs> you are hoping for someone to say, yes, I agree with you. And, and I've been fortunate enough to, you know, surround myself with people like Dr. Hunter who are 
similar minded creatures who who get it, you know, who just say, this is what I want. I found somebody who thinks like I do. Let's go forward in this life and, and, and make something. And it's about 2005, <clears throat> right? When I moved to uh, see me at the time, I finally had gotten on my feet in 2006 was, uh, I think 2005 was the first year I actually made a profit, but I didn't lose money. And then, right. And then uh, 2006, you know, and, and then has been on forward and, you know, and, and I think that it's important, you know, per this conversation to look at, you know, listen, we all come from, from somewhere, right? We all have a, a backstory. Um, I, I did not come from wealth. Uh, my dad is a retired mechanic and my mother was a waitress, you know, for many, many years. So to, to say that I grew up without a lot of money is an understatement, you know? Right. Uh, my parents always did a wonderful job at making us think we had, you know, money at Christmas and birthdays and things like that. Uh, although I found out later they were spending, you know, every dollar they had to, you know, make the kids wow. uh, feel happy. But in, in saying that, you know, when I look at the way I, I approach money and approach people's investments, you know, you, you don't forget about where you came from, right? How, how you were raised. And I always, you know, sort of remember that. And so I think per this conversation and, and, and Dr. Hunter, I, I really admire what you're doing and, and how you are approaching this philosophy with, you know, making these small, you know, pivots and these small movements, because really a lot of small pivots and movements and, and things you're doing add up to, to something that's, that's far greater. And, you know, people ask me all the time, well, you know, gosh, Chris, I don't know if I can work with you. You know, you, you manage a hundred and as of today, a $110,800,000. Nice. And, you know, and I, uh, I say, right. I said, but I didn't start with that. And the people that have, you know, my top 50 clients that have, you know, millions with me, uh, they didn't start with millions. They started smaller. They started with, you know, with baby steps. And this is a relationship, you know, in all of life, no matter what you do, whether you're employed, you know, self-employed or whatever, is a relationship. You have relationships that you deal with every day, whether it's a brother, sister, spouse, aunt, uncle, you know, father, you name it. And it's important that those relationships, you, you know, you, you utilize them and you, you build on them on a daily basis. And for me, the relationships, when I first started, you know, having mentors in the business, people who were successful, so I could say, hey, what did you do? You know, maybe I might not do the exact same thing you do, but I'm going to do my version of that. I see that it works for you and I've got my own tweak, you know, from that. And so I started utilizing that or I started utilizing that for my clients way back in the day. And I think the initial thought for me was, you know what, let's start small, right? Let's start comfortable. There's so many advisors out there. They see your statement, you know, and they, they see a statement. Oh my gosh, I want to take all the money. Well, if that was me, on the other side, that would scare me to death, right? If I had a, you know, a life savings here, and even if it was my checking account with my thousand dollars in it, and the guy said, well, give me the whole thing. I said, well, hold on, right? Let's, let's, let's wait a second. I don't know you, you're a nice guy who bought me dinner or I'm sitting in your, you know, your fancy office, but let's, let's, you know, this is a this relationship. You know, what happens at the beginning of a relationship? You date, right? You're right. dating, we're going out, right? So we're, we're dating, <laughs> we're getting to feel, and then you go through the, you know, the little bit of the honeymoon period and, and then the marriage. We don't go from meeting to marriage right away, right? We've got some you know, some time in the middle. Unless you're on TV. And it's about, yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yes, of course. Right. Uh, but it's about taking those, you know, those baby steps. And, you know, all the folks that are with me that are people that, much like Dr. Hunter, that, you know, every quarter or sometimes every month come back, all right, Chris, what are we doing now? We had this come due. We have this money. I need to, you know, add to this, whatever it may be. That's, that's the relationship, right? So we want to make sure that, you know, when you are, are working on your, 
finances, you're in a relationship with someone that you agree with. So pursuant to that, you know, what do you do? How do you start, right? Because some of you listening out there are like, well, Chris, it sounds great. Love to have a great relationship with my advisor, but I got, you know, I got 50 bucks, you know? Okay, great. Hey, that's 50 I've bucks. Had right. They, right. <laughs> right. But I mean, listen, I've had clients that started with $50 and I said, Hey, you know, Mr. Johnson, can you, can you do $50 each month on the 15th of the month? Well, yeah. Okay. So we'll start like that. And then, you know, a, a year later, you got $600. And if I do my job right, you got $620, you know, whatever it may be. Right. And the, the point is after a while, you're going to see that those little baby steps grow. Right. And then you get a statement and the statement says 5,000. Wow. And then what I've seen is it becomes a part of who you are, right? This, this investing, this saying, hey, you know, the, the old axiom was pay yourself first. There was a number of advisors back in the day said, you know, the first bill you should pay every month is, is to yourself. And there's a, a part of that that rings true, right? I mean, listen, we have to stay in our apartments or our houses and whatever. We have to pay our bills, utilities, et cetera. But every month, you know, if there is a cushion, right? The difference between what you make and what you spend. If there's a cushion that you can put away that just becomes a bill, right? But it's something that you're paying yourself. You're putting it into your retirement account, your savings account. That is so important. Even if it's $25 and it's $50, I have people to this day, you know, that do that uh, each month. And so taking small steps like that to start is really, really important uh, in my opinion. Um, now, so let's say you're, you know, you're at that level and, and you start small. It's okay. So I, I got my, and my monthly going on and I'm building the savings, right? We call it our, our monthly savings plan. You know, you tell me how much you want to do and when you want it to come out and you can do the automatic, just like you pay your bills, right? Automatic, you know, withdrawal every month. Well, that's how you add to your savings, right? Let's, let's use that philosophy, but instead of having money go somewhere, let's have it come back to you, right? Let's add to your savings. And so a lot of folks have liked that, you know, kind of start in terms of, of savings. Now, as we get older, right, and as we are establishing ourselves, then we start thinking about investments, right? So the savings, which is safe, you know, things you can put away that, you know, don't really have much risk. And then you've got investing, right? Investing, which is where you've got a lot more potential return, but then there's a chance things can, you know, can move around, you know, and that type of thing. For me, it goes back to my backstory. You know, I've always been this sort of conservative to moderate guy. Right. I'm not, I don't do the options and futures and these other things that, you know, have the potential to, you know, to, to be worthless. I like to do things sort of middle of the road, middle of the road that, that pay a check. Right. right? I really believe in, in dividends and distributions. Uh, I'm a firm believer in that if you give your money to someone, they should pay you for that. Right. In the form of a distribution or a dividend or, or something to that effect. So if I give my money to a real estate firm and they're renting it to people, I should get a piece of that rent. Right. And that's a distribution or a dividend. And so for me, a lot of the things that I do that I specialize in are, are cash-based. And listen, at the end of the day, I love having meetings where you come in and go this. Hey, Dr. Hunter, how are you? Well, hey, it looks like you've amassed another 3,000 in cash. What do we do this quarter? You know, those are wonderful meetings to have. Right. You know, because sometimes the, the, the client says, hey, you know what? We're, we're redoing the kitchen or, hey, I'm going to pay off a vacation we just took. Cool. There's the money. More often than not, they say, wow, Chris, you know what? I'm good. We got you know, money and checking, why don't we go ahead and add that to that position, right? Or whatever it may be. And it's, again, it goes back to Dr. Hunter, your point, making those baby steps, those little pieces, but doing it consistently, right? So many people think investing, you have to you know, start with this big check and, and, and go. You don't, you know, if you have a job, if you're, you know, not like, you know, Dr. Hunter and I uh, 
are fortunate or unfortunate to be, you know, self-employed and sort of masters <laughs> of our own domain. Many of you listening are employed and you have, you know, a paycheck every two weeks, you know, a 401k and that type of thing. I can't stress how important it is if there was a 401k or retirement plan available to have those deductions to, to put into that. Listen, if you don't last on that job or that job goes somewhere else, that 401k is yours. You come to a guy like me and say, hey, Chris, I had this money from the 401. Can we put it into an IRA? You betcha. I do it all the time. Thousands and thousands of those per year. One of my specialties, right? You can have as many IRAs as you want to. People say, well, Chris, I, I thought I could only put a certain amount. You're right. You can only put in a certain amount per year, but we can have IRA one, two, and three, and four, and five. and All over the place. Fact, exactly. And most of my successful clients, that's the one thing. Well, in fact, I can tell you. In my, where are we at now? Year 16, I see 03. Wow. A lot longer <laughs> I can count. 18, 18 years. I, we're not that old, right? We're not yeah. that, we're not that. We're, we're Absolutely, not. Absolutely not. Absolutely no. yeah. not. Uh, and all the years I've been doing this, it, it, there are a number of things that my, my wealthy and successful clients have in common. Uh, number one is what's called diversification. And your mom and dad were right when they told you, don't put all your eggs in one basket. It is 100% true. All the people that I have seen that have had horror stories where they've lost money has been because someone convinced them, put on, this is the best thing ever. This is the best thing ever. Put all your money in this. <laughs> Folks, let me tell you, again, I'm not that old. I'm still in my forties uh, for another year. You're close. Uh, You're very close. <laughs> <laughs> I am close. Uh, but all the people that I've talked to that I've seen, you know, in my, my years of doing this, the people have gotten hurt, you know, put all their eggs in one basket to be. Can you, be can you say Enron? Yes. Right. Enron, you can, right. yeah, Bernie Madoff, you know, uh, which is more, uh, you know, sort of more towards, you know, this. You have to keep learning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's still, you know, the sad thing is you can Google these schemes and they still go on. I mean, I get people come here all the time that talk about, oh, I heard about this and this and this. And I say, no, you know, <laughs> don't do it. And, but for what we were saying, you know, the, the, the one thing that I've seen that successful people do is they've got multiple checks. So listen, I mean, let's think about that. When you go to retire, if, if Dr. Hunter and I want to retire, the one thing we have to do when we go to, to check out and say, hey, I'm done, I'm going to go golf every day, or I'm going to go to the beach every day, or I'm going to go camp, or whatever it may be, we have to make sure we have multiple sources of income, right? We want to have realistically six or seven different checks coming in every month or every quarter. So if it's Social Security, uh, our pension, our IRA, some of our dividends, some real estate income, you know, whatever it is, we have six or seven different things coming in. Because if one of them stops, right, we still have five or six other things keeping us afloat. If I have one source of income and it stops or it gets interrupted, you know, am I in trouble? Big time. Yes. And so for me, you know, that, that's the, the number one thing I've seen. And again, it goes back to, you know, Dr. Hunter talking about using, you know, smaller steps and just making these tweaks in your life. And that goes with your investing as well. Don't have all your eggs in one basket, have different things set up. And I love this. We, we, we call it the, flip the switch meeting. And basically when you are working, you know, when you're in your, you know, used to be your 40 working years were 25 to 65 and you would work those 40 years, retire at 65. You know, that's not as realistic anymore. I don't have many 25 year olds that are like, oh, I'm going to save my money, you know? Uh, and not many 65 year olds, honestly, now because of healthcare, whether not many 65 year olds are ready to stop working. They kind of want to keep going. Right. right. Um, although I might, I might want to stop. We'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Just so, take care of my you know, money, Chris. You, yeah, I, I absolutely am. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's my full-time job. Got it. Uh, 
but when you you know when you turn 65 uh, and again for those of you listening i you know i certainly appreciate your time you know the, the beauty is when you are working you reinvest right reinvest 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 and you build 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 because you're in the growth phase and then when you go to retire you take this little step and it seems a little the time but it ends up being massive and it's a step where you go from your growth phase to your income phase right so you go from growing your money to say hey you know what i've been sitting all this money i've grown it i've met dr hunter and we've built 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 all this 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 wonderful asset well you know what now it's time to to reap those benefits right and so you come in and i and i love i have this happen a few times a year they come in and they say chris time to flip the switch let's turn it on <laughs> and we go and we go to all these accounts and we turn them on and so now those different checks and those different growth that used to go back in the account now they go to the person and I would tell you, it's just on a personal level, you know, every year I get, you know, postcards and pictures and things on Facebook and Instagram, people who are taking vacations or buying stuff. And all the time they'll say, see, spending my Duke's money, see, spending my Duke's money. And as I've gotten older, I have to tell you, it's just probably my, my favorite life. I love that. I can't yep. tell you what that does to me. It means so much. Personally. Yeah. It does. I mean, and I'm not that I'm getting, you know, Mr. Emotional in my, in my older age, but it really, when I see that to me, that that's a sense of, even though it's not my money, it's their money. It's a sense of accomplishment for me. Right. Sure. And wow. Right. They were able to go and do that and, and enjoy life. And, you know, if I can say anything <laughs> about, about that and just kind of off topic for a second, for those of you out there in your, you know, twenties and thirties and forties and your fifties, sixties, seventies, et cetera, do me a favor. Don't wait till you're 80 to go on that cruise. Don't wait till you're 75 to take those vacations. If you got the money saved up, do yourself a favor. In your 20s and 30s, do it now. Right. And you know, it, there's there's things you can do, and Kathy can tell you because we we're doing them. There's things you can do that don't cost anything. Absolutely. The beach out here, love it. It's right. free. Some of the campgrounds, love them. They're they're pretty pretty inexpensive, right? And the thing that I realize is if you work hard, you can play hard, right? But don't don't wait. Do it, do it in your 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s when you're, and all the clients I've had that, you know, unfortunately last year, I, I lost a number of them, you know, due to different things. And the three that I got to talk to before they passed away, they all said the same thing to me. They said, Dukes, don't wait to live life, wow. right? Do it in your 30s and 40s and 50s. Because when you're in your 80s and 90s, taking that trip off the, you know, Eiffel Tower or, or walking up the, the, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, it's a little bit more difficult, Right. Um, and so just, you know, take those baby steps in life and enjoy it. You know, like don't spend all your money. You gotta leave some to grow. <laughs> there are so many pearls of wisdom in what you just said. Thank goodness we're recording this, but I, I, I want to pull out a few points. Uh, number one, the way you're talking, I agree 100% don't wait. And that includes investing. So you're never too old and you're never too young. So like myself, start at 35. Thank God. Right. So I, I'm at least ahead of what I could have been if I started now, which I'm 51. My nieces, shout out to Brittany and Amber, they have started with Chris and it's based on their budget. It's based on what they can do and they are under 30. So I am thrilled for so many reasons because uh, one, they get to work with Chris, but two, they will be so much better off when they get even to my age. And, and he, he can't express it enough, but absolutely you have to invest and you have to live life. We have talked about this, Chris and I personally, uh, but also in the podcast, because you just don't know when it ends. You don't know the end of the story. So 
you better enjoy it, but you also might live a long time. <laughs> so you better have money because it costs money. Exactly. To work, right now, another yeah, thing you brought it. up, which is absolutely huge is relationships. And even though we talk about small steps in engineering our life, a lot of people are trying to quit their nine to five or do a side hustle project or, or something, engineer their life the way they want. And it is so about relationships, but particularly like we are talking tonight, having a relationship with your financial planner. Now, of course, Chris and I became friends and colleagues at the same time. So we were very fortunate for each other, but I don't care who your person is. It should be Chris, but I don't care who your person is. You should have a relationship. I can't tell you how many people I hear from them. Oh, I have my money over in such and such. And you know, I, I don't, I don't even go in to check because I don't know who to talk to and da, da, da. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I had a surgery. What'd you have? Oh, I don't know. They cut into me and did something. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have to take responsibility. And that's a huge part. And some people don't think about that, that they should have a relationship with their investor, with their financial planner. And I'm going to tell you, if my nieces in their 20s have a financial planner, you need a financial planner. And again, you don't have to have millions. Another point, and you can hear from what Chris just told us, another reason I love him is that he doesn't care if you have 50 bucks or 50 million. Yes, he would prefer more 50 million, but he wants to get you started. He wants to help you. He loves helping people. And this is his avenue to help people. And that's the thing. And you, I was never embarrassed to go to him with nothing. I was never my, my friends and family embarrassed to go if they didn't have a lot of money because he doesn't care. He gets excited that they are going to get on their road to investing and helping themselves out later on. So that is just fantastic. I mean, I really hope people hear what you're saying and, and just start if they haven't started and if they already have started, number one, don't just let that stuff sit, reevaluate it, call your investor, your financial planner, have a relationship with them. And if you don't have a relationship, or quite frankly, if you don't like them, go find someone else. And that's where Chris really comes in. Now I have to throw this in here, Chris. So not only are you all these things that you talked about um, when you gave me your bio, um, which was beautifully written, but Fun fact, Chris is also an avid SAG card holding actor who has been in many movies and in, oh God, was it the West Wing, Chris? Were you in the West Wing? I was yeah, for uh, two first two years. So um, yeah. I can't tell you how fun it is to live through the, the life of Christopher Dukes when he tells me all about his acting life. And he does this while he works full-time and he's a father and a husband. So it's pretty impressive. And by the way, and a stunt man as well, right, Chris? That was uh, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. It's still, still part of, it. I think it's still on the resume, but yes. Yeah. Uh, and, a lot more and, in my twenties than my forties. Oh, well, you know, cause otherwise I have to put you back together. Um, yes. And yeah. the, the big, big takeaway of the diversification. I will never forget. Chris puts on um, all the time workshops. He does it for potential new clients and he does it for existing clients. And let me tell you, he puts on a show, dinner, entertainment, prizes. I think I won my first flat screen TV to put in my bedroom from Chris. Fantastic. But you put up a picture, a slide, and it was a table and the table had five legs. 
And it's just like, don't put your eggs in one basket. Don't put everything in a table with one leg. You have to diversify. If one of those legs break, well, boy, you're in trouble. But if you have five legs, the table's not going to fall down. And and there's so many people, same thing. They have one 401k or they have one IRA. Now what happens, but listen, we all have seen devastating economic things happen. Things happen. Look at the world now. So you have to diversify. And that, that was just absolutely fantastic. So Chris, parting remarks, anything else you want to leave our listeners with? Um, I'll just say, you know, first and foremost, thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure as always seeing my, my buddy of, of many, many years. I guess I can say I've known you now for a fourth of my life, which Oof. is uh, crazy. Wow. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, per, per your point, I, I think people are listening, you know, uh, it's never too early and it's never too late to start. Um, you know, I am, am a resource could be here for you. If you just want somebody to talk to, if you kind of want some tips on some things you're thinking about doing or or you want to find out some other things that are out there and the ethos that uh, that may be something you're interested in i'm always here for you uh but i will i will tell you that you know what dr hunter just said is the key you know we all have a financial table right we have we have a life that is on this big table and our financial table finances are inherently intrinsically linked to everything else we have to our health our emotions you know you name it that financial health is extremely important and with your financial table, please be sure you have a lot of legs. So if one of those legs breaks, if we have a 2008, if we have a pandemic like last year, you still got four legs holding you up, right? right? We don't have one leg and a whole table goes from hell. Right, right. And, and I, I will end with this and then I want everyone to know how they can get in contact with you, Chris. So my mother, uh, God rest her soul, Gladys Hunter, uh, she has passed now, but we got her to invest with Chris when she was alive and she was old school, you know, uh, grew up right after the depression, you know, was, was, you know, picking pennies off the floor, you know, living like she had absolutely no money and she did have some money. And we sold a house that um, I grew up in and it was my mother's house. And I knew if that money just sat around, it would be gone for no reason, probably the dollar store or, you know, family dollar she'd be at blowing thousands. So we went to Chris And he put it in some really uh, good paying yet pretty safe investments. And what he talked about those dividends and those distributions, we, instead of reinvesting it, we let it go right to my mom's account. Well, my mom never checked her account. She would just take money out, whatever, pay bills. And one day she called me and she said, Kathy, I'm really confused. And I said, well, what's up? She said, I looked at my account. And I have all this money in here and I didn't put this money in here. And I said, okay, well, you know, give me your, your statement. And of course, God forbid she had an online account. So she put the statement in the mail. She was in New Jersey. She sent it to me and I look and it's all these dividends and these bonus checks that are getting put into her account. So I called Chris and he said to me, oh yeah, your mom's killing it. Like she, you know, they should get in the bonuses and her dividends And she had no idea. She just knew she had all this money. So I said to her, yeah, you know, I talked to Chris and he said, you're killing it. And she said, is that good? (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, it is good. And, And she said to me, well, that's why I give you the money to invest because you're smart and you know these things. I don't know. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm not smart. And I know these things. I am smart enough to have a mentor who knows these things. And that would be Chris. So like he said, you have to have a mentor and that goes for any subject, but especially financially. I tell you what, I like my head 
to hit the pillow so softly at night and fall asleep and try not to worry. And I can tell you, since I have met Chris and invested with him, I do not worry about finances. So thank you for that, Chris. So let everyone know how they can get a hold of you, Chris. Where can we find you on Instagram? Tell everybody. Yes. So, uh, you know, on the financial services side, uh, it's dukesfinancial.com, D-U-K-E-S financial.com. Uh, you can uh, go to the website and, uh, and uh, ping us, uh, or you can just call our main office number here, 805-449-8700, 805-449-8700 is the main office line. That's for financial services. Um, if you're interested in my entertainment side, my, my side hustle, as uh, Dr. <laughs> Hunter said uh, a little bit ago, uh, I'm on Facebook uh, at Christopher Dukes. And uh, on Instagram, someone actually had taken that already. So I'm the real Christopher Dukes on Instagram. How, okay. How, how a lot of celebrities do that. Yes. yes how the real. Yes. So I put a lot of my entertainment uh, stuff on that. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's something in life that, that I enjoy. Um, and I've actually had a couple of investors come in and say, you know, I Googled you and there's all these TV shows and movies you've been in. Are you a financial guy? What's going on? I said, well, I do have a hobby. My golf game is not that good. So I still have something I do on the side for fun. And uh, yeah, either it. way, um, whichever one you want to talk about, I'd love to have you guys come in for a cup of coffee or a bottle of water. Come here to the main office in Thousand Oaks and, uh, and say hi. I love it. And you can do it virtual too, correct? Yes, we, uh, because of the, you know, the current state of things, uh, we do Zooms and WebExes. In fact, my clients, uh, for Dr. Hunter's point, uh, across the country now in Kentucky and Indiana, and then there were some in Jersey, and I got one now in Connecticut, a couple went to Texas. And so, yes, with technology, uh, I can take care of folks and their kiddos and their families uh, around the country. That is fantastic and easy access. Well, I look forward to having you on again. I look forward to our listeners actually taking this advice and whether they contact you or someone else to get on it and to apply a lot of these principles just to any goal that they're going after. So Chris, it's been a pleasure. I cannot wait to see you next and uh, good luck in the financial realm and also in the acting realm. I can't wait for your next movie. <laughs> thank you so much. You'll be the first to find out when it comes out. Okay. Thank you so much, Chris. And everyone, until yeah. then, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the 5 Degrees to Your Future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.